The Silver Screen Scream Show is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. With that being said, please enjoy the show. Welcome to my Welcome back to another episode of the Silver Screen Scream Show. My name is Kirby. My name is Jesse. And how are you doing, you sexy bitch? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing just fine. That's good. I uh, I heard that you finished whoa. the Scream series. I did. And I did. did I I loved seasons one and two and screen uh, season three was complete trash. Was it really? <laughs> Absolute garbage. I fucking hated it. I like you would even, think. Yeah. I haven't uh, even watched. You, I've, yeah. I haven't watched the finale of season two and I haven't watched any of season three. So like, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> well, finish them because I mean, it's a, at least finish it to say that you finished it, but especially season two, cause that finale episode, it's a fun episode. But it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really do anything other than leave questions. And then it goes to season three, which doesn't answer any of those questions. So, okay. you know, okay. Uh, it's, it was good though. I mean, seasons, the Halloween special was good. It just gave me a lot of questions to ask and I didn't get any of those questions answered. So that right. is the shitty part. Right. Right. But uh, it was good. I mean, I loved season two. You talking about that just now gave me a great idea for a future podcast that we could do. Like, not about Scream at all, but like the genre. Like, there's a a series that we could totally cover. And like. Oh, shit. Yes. I just, I can't believe we haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about it until now. Like, and we've been doing this since like, what, February? So. Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me. Uh. After we record this, I that will. way we can get on this bitch. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, here's uh, just something really cool. Uh, here in the next week and a half is going to be the one year anniversary since I started this podcast. Uh-uh, really? It's It would be one year. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just, the first, you know, before you started joining the podcast, before you became a co-host, mm-hmm. it was kind of sporadic and random, but right. I still did it. I tried committing to it, and then I did two episodes before you joined, yeah, uh, which was two weeks, and that was when I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this bitch in overdrive and grind the shit out of this podcast. And I, you know, we're doing pretty we've good. Done, I got to say. Yeah. We've done pretty well in the couple months. We've really been working together. Haven't we? We have, we've been know. doing fucking, uh, really fucking good. I'm really happy. Uh, we're getting more listeners and uh, I've met some great people that yeah, do got- listen to the podcast, such yes. as Simone. Uh, he is a great dude. I met him through slashing cast on YouTube. He's Simone. a great guy from I Simone. Simone. He's a great guy. He's from Canada. And I told Ooh. him when me and China go to Canada, I to, go. Uh, well, yes, you can go too. We Cause go to I know he lives close to Maine. 
where mm. he actually has pictures of him in front of Stephen King's house, and I'm like, you, oh gosh, bastard! So I now, fucking so love now, it. Basically, now we know why you want to go up there. Now, it well, makes of course, sense. Oh <laughs> but I would love to visit Canada in general. Yeah, that would I, be there's really some exciting. awesome spots. He, uh, I think. He sent me a picture of him visiting the first house, uh, one of the the house from Black Christmas, the original mm-hmm. house. Yeah, which is really cool. He yeah. has so many cool pictures. Simone, See, when you're listening to this, just know that you've done some cool shit in your life. I'm so excited, and not to mention we got to do our interview with Jenna Canal, which was so great. That was so that was like yes. the highlight of it all for me. I thought that and was And we just got like, to so fantastic. do trivia with the horror virgin Todd, yes, which was cool because so I've been listening fun. to him for months. He's hilarious. He's, he's so funny. I like him. I'm going to have to get lot. him back on here. I got to yes. get his uh, gift finished because I haven't started it. I've been so busy. Oh, I yeah. I just now got Jenna's t shirt in. I'm supposed to send to her this weekend. So yeah. that'll be cool. By the way, guys, we have merch. So. You know, yes, get that do. shit. By the way, that reminds <laughs> no. me, I need to order me one, like, because I don't have one personally for myself. So, like, I need to like get myself some merch of my own merch. Well, I got China and I a T-shirt. Yeah, you need your own merch, yes. you fucking dildo. What are you doing? I, I don't know <laughs> what's my problem. <laughs> I got uh, I got Jenna one. I yeah. got Tristan one because where he won yeah, that he won drawing. Yeah, yeah. And then I have one for me in China because you know she be wears my T-shirts anyways. We. What something like that we could do in the future, I think would be really fantastic. I know that a lot of people don't know that we're related and that we're cousins, but I feel like we should surprise one of our other cousins with an episode and they should do it with us and like see how well they do with it. I see how fucking lit it is. How lit lit it is. (laughs) God, I sound so fucking dumb when I say that. Really stupid. But anyways, so, um, um, yeah. What was I going to say? I, I have something else I wanted to say. Oh, I got a t-shirt design since you were talking about us being cousins. What if we had artwork made of us dressed as the twins from the shining? That is hilarious. And, yes. And that then would be, be like, really great. come pod with us. Yeah. Come <laughs> pod with, that is wow. Chris. Oh my God. I'm actually be really lame. good. That's another thing too. We have some really great artwork that we got together from a fantastic artist who you know personally. And um, I think that overall, I love the direction like our little podcast is going in. And we, and the yeah. thing, another thing is, is it's only June. So we started recording together in February, March, April, May, June, four, in four months. I mean, we've got gained, into a podcast network. Yeah. We got know? into a podcast network. We um, started um, growing our site and um, you know, yeah, I think overall, I think in the short amount of time we've done it, we've had some really like really cool shit that we've got to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see if here. You didn't know that, oh, by that, the way, that was the segue. <laughs> that was the segue that into the, the next segue. segment. Into the next. Yeah. Oh, well, hold on one second. If you go to Scarefest this year, Jesse, mm-hmm. if it still goes on because mm-hmm. I plan on going, yeah. you'll actually be able to meet some of the people from the podcast network, oh, like Bailey. Yes. I'm almost yes. positive he's going to go. Uh, Riley and Nick from Slash and Cast, I yeah. know 
for a fact that if it's still on, they'll be there. Yeah, that um, would be fantastic. I would have the. I've always wanted to go to Scarefest, and I never have had the opportunity to go. Well, Tony the- Todd, Kane Hodder's gonna be there. All oh kinds of crazy of ass people. Ones, I'm gonna be so intimidated. I can't wait, especially with Tony Todd, because I feel like he's just intimidating in general. So you he's know. so nice, though. I've heard he nothing but great things about him. I believe it. I definitely believe that. You're like, I don't know. He might give me the hook. I love him in the Hatchet series. Like, I think he's great in that series. Who, like, Kane Hodder? No, Tony Todd. Like, I oh, and Kane he's Hodder. In, I forgot. Yeah, both of them are. <laughs> I, I was about I to forgot. say, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know Tony Todd was in Hatchet. Yeah, I love um, Tony Todd in uh, that series. Of course, I love him in the Candyman. I mean, that's just like iconic like i love that film so can i tell you one thing about scream season three okay tony todd's in it is he really (laughs) yeah that was i thought that was that was one like i thought she was no why did i think she was in that (laughs) what i swear i read something was um was uh Kiki Palmer from Disney? Kiki Palmer was, yeah. Okay, well then that was oh, maybe she didn't do it then. I I'm and Tyga. Tell- yeah, I'm telling you, I really did see something that it said she was going to be a cop or something. Maybe. Oh, she might have been. I was I so busy like cringing over that whole season, I could have missed. Oh, missed God, her. <laughs> was it actually that bad? Like on a scale of one to ten, where would you put it? Oh God! I gave it a three out of ten. Oh my God, that's bad. <laughs> I gotta watch and it now. I have it was to watch the characters. It. it was so weak. The characters were so weak. Oh, I loved. No. Kiki Palmer was good. See, uh, yeah, I didn't she's mind Tyga. Yeah, and uh, the guy that played I can't remember the main guy's name. Mm. It starts with a D. Let me hold on. Let me check real quick. You know, in all honesty, though, like while you're doing that, let me just say I think that series. They should, if they would have kept the the original characters from the first two seasons and then just done the original backstory and gave it a better platform and didn't do it on MTV and instead done it on like Fox or HBO, they it would have been ten times much better. Like it would have been so much better than yeah. what it was if that's all they had to do. Um, I know I say that like it's just that simple, but <laughs> his name is Dion, by the way. But mm-hmm. uh, just a. Clarify what you were saying. Uh-huh. Um, actually, tomorrow, Make Every Death Count, I believe he's going to release an episode. Riley's going to release an episode that I was in and Bailey was in. And we talked about the Scream series as a whole. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were basically talking about, like, it is actually said that the reason they went this direction was mm-hmm. because they wanted it to be less white, which, less white. you know, I understand, like, <gasps> Oh, adding different. I get it. Uh, like ethnicities. You know, yeah. Like okay. diversitize. Is well, that the word? Diversitizing. The, yeah, diversitizing. But they did that in the first two seasons because you had a lesbian, you had a Chinese girl, you had uh, the straight characters, and then you had the white character. I mean, there was it was a very um, yeah, diverse but they group. were. They were mainly white. Like I know in season two, yeah, uh, Gustavo. Yeah. I had uh, a different ethnicity. I don't know exactly what it was, but you know, what we were saying was they Mm -hmm. could, you know, that's totally fine. You know, add diversitize this series. That's not the problem. No, it's not. That wasn't, that's the thing. That wasn't the problem with the the series. No, if we're talking the series, not at all. The problem was the platform it was on. It should never have gone to MTV. It should have gone straight to HBO. MTV, MTV isn't, 
Yeah. Yeah. MTV. It, yeah. You don't even have to finish that sentence. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> we, we both understand MTV is just MTV. So we'll just go. We'll get away from this. And yeah, uh, let's just I guess just this. go to the news. You know what? Let's just okay. go to the news. All right, let's go. I met him. You really put her liver in the mailbox because I heard that they found her liver in the mailbox. That could be her skin and her pants. The blackest diet. Never alone. The devil. All right, Jesse, we have some fucking news, boy. All right. What's All the right. news? I'm going to talk about the big fucking topic. Okay. Uh, actually, today, because they revealed the PlayStation 5. Yes, I see. Which that. looks fucking awesome. Awesome. It does, yes. Uh, non-horror related, but they're yes. going to also be releasing Spider-Man, he Miles Morales, end. this Christmas time. Uh, you shut your mouth. Well, you know what's funny is Ashley screenshotted that when you put it on there, and she sent it to me, and she goes, I almost put he dies in the end. <laughs> <laughs> you I, said, I said you should have said that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, here is where it does get horror related, and let me tell you, they showed the first trailer of the new Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 8 Village, which, holy shit, it looks fucking wild. It okay. looks fucking wild. Like, I... It's not even fucking... There's zombies, but it's not even that. They have these fucking creatures that look like witches. They have fucking werewolf-looking creatures. What? So it's what did like there. Underworld meet Resident Evil? I don't know. Like, I'm excited though because they needed to freshen up the series to keep everyone interested and it is going to be crazy. It is set in a European setting. Uh there's a castle, a huge ass castle and it's going to be fucking crazy. I mean, I'm not so much interested in the games of Resident Evil as I am the films. I love Mila Jovovich or whatever her name is. Oh no, God no, Jesse. Yes, I love her. No. Yes. Like she wasn't exactly the problem. It was the fucking writing and the directing that I, messed up the series. JR but the games are the, so much fucking better. I loves the movies. But oh, what's so Jesse. funny is when I was little, I used to think that. Um, her character and is it Jill Valentine? Is that her name? Yeah. And then there's the what's the other girl's name? Jill Valentine and Claire Redfield. Claire, I Redfield. I used to think that they were the same person. I didn't know they were two because. Oh wait, you're talking about Mia Mila's no, 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 character? No. Yeah, that's well, Alice. Well, I'm. Is that Alice? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm Alice just saying, and Jill Valentine. Yeah, I'm just saying that like when I was little, the characters and the games looked so similar that I always thought that they were the same person. I didn't know there was two different people. Isn't that weird? Oh, Jesse. I didn't. I really didn't. Well, I wasn't allowed to buy those games because mom wouldn't let us buy them. When we really? Were she let us play Grand Theft Auto and Mortal Kombat what, and all what, kinds what, of other crazy I think shit. That's because my dad loved Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I have no idea. Shit. I know. But uh, this game, let me just go ahead and go over some details. Okay. Uh, it is surrounded by an occult. So occultism is a big part of the game, mm -hmm. similar to Resident Evil 4, yeah. uh, which they're also doing a remake of that. So that's cool. But the cult worships these creatures created from a new virus. Uh, it's 
going to have hallucinations in it. Uh, so I'm guessing that's probably where the witches come in and everything. But uh, actually, uh, a villain, a longtime beloved villain, Alex Wesker, lurks in the background, which is going to be cool. And uh, I'm excited. It comes out in 2021, and Chris Redfield was in it, which is cool. And we're just going to have to see where it goes because it looks fucking bonkers right now. So I hope they release a trailer. I do too. I was about to say, I was like, uh, did you just fucking leave? (laughs) You're just like, actually, this is lame. I was like looking at the cats while you were doing that and it caught me off guard. But yes, I hope they do. Um, I don't know if I'll play the game so much as I will watch the new film or series that they're going to make. So, Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry, Chris. Why do you do this to me? (laughs) Well, we have a little bit more news here. Uh, Let's see here. Because I got to go on Twitter and Facebook because I share random ones. Oh, The Dark Pictures, Little Hope, which is another video game. Uh, based on the Salem Witch Trials, I'm guessing, is pushed back to this fall. It was supposed to come out in June. Well, I mean, that's understandable. And they pushed it for the fall. So, you know, that's, it is what it is. I'm excited for it. But, you know. I could probably get into a game like that. Oh, yeah. You'll definitely, you could, because these games are just like watching a movie. Like, you control the characters, and you. it's not really, I'll have to show you some gameplay of it, but. It's definitely something I think you would get into. Uh, Beetlejuice uh-huh. is getting a 4K Ultra HD edition, and Ooh. they're doing a deluxe gift set. Oh my god! So I love that's going to be fucking fun. Michael Green, I know is Beetlejuice. Great. Michael Green is that his name? Is that his name? Michael Keaton, you Michael fucking Keaton. Who idiot! The fuck, who the fuck is Michael Green? Who the hell am I, I thinking have of? No idea. Oh my god, Michael, Michael Green Keaton is great. Uh, one and a writer, fantastic. Uh, Gina Davis, uh, who plays the wife, also fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm totally. Yeah, I love them all. Well, there's also something else coming out. Uh, they actually confirmed a new Evil Dead film. Mm. Sam Raimi actually handpicked the director. His name is Lee Cronin. He actually uh, directed The Hole in the Ground, which I haven't heard of, but I've heard was really good. So I'm going to have to look into that and watch it. But it looks good. And the new Evil Dead movie is called Evil Dead Now. And for Sam Raimi to handpick this director... It's going to be interesting. The only problem is, which, you know, it may not be a problem, it may be good, but Ash isn't going to be in it. So it's not, you know, it's a continuation, but Ash from the originals isn't in it. And uh, it's not going to involve the remake or anything either. So it's going to be its own unique thing. Okay. What do you think about that? I think that will be wonderful. I'm really excited about that. So, yeah. I'm good with it. I, yeah. It's going to be watch, interesting. I need to watch the remake. And that's something that I haven't watched in a really long time. So. Well, let's do let's do an episode here in the next month or so of that remake. I think you'd really enjoy that. Yeah, I would totally be down with that. All right, then. Well, you know, now that we're done with the news, I guess we'll just go over our main topic. Okay. Let's uh, I know I said... That we were going to do a game, but I've been so fucking busy, so I decided 
to push that to next week. Guys, don't kill me because it is going to be an awesome episode. So just stay tuned for that next week. But we're just going to talk about uh, horror in general, what it means to us, how much it means to us, and go over just different stories that involve horror, really, like different special moments in time. Say we went to a movie and it was a really special moment or something like that. Just uh, just different little things. We're going to kind of wing it and see where it takes us because, I, you know, this was kind of on a whim. I tried getting everything set up and I was like, this is just too much, too, too much. much fucking uh, work for the amount of time that I had. So I'm going to go ahead and push that for next week. So okay. it's okay. That's all right. Um, I'll go ahead and just state that I used to not really, I used to be a fan of horror, but I used to be so terrified of it. I couldn't really watch any of it. I remember being a kid and being in my, like living at my mom's, I, we lived in a trailer. My room was on one side of the trailer and her room was on the other. And I could hear Halloween theme, the Halloween theme music and fucking lose it. I would run in there screaming and crying, telling her to turn it down or turn it off. And she was like, go in your room and quit being a brat. I don't know exactly what she said, but basically she told me to quit being a little bitch and I would run in my room crying. And then go back. To yeah. She's room. like, you shut your fucking mouth. You little shit. I should have got rid of you years ago. That's oh, what she said. God. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, that Halloween has always been one of the scariest films growing up. I used to have nightmares of Michael Myers, something about his, the mask and how he moves always terrified me as a kid. And then I've grown to love it. And his, you know, those movies, him as a character is one of my favorite icons ever. And, uh, you know, first scary movie I've seen that I know of was scream, which, you know, had some Halloween themes in there as well. But I remember, I swear this sounds like I'm making it up, but it's not. But I was like one, not one years old. I was like two or three years old. And I remember staying at my dad's apartment and he had some friends over and they were watching Scream. And it was the very beginning when Ghostface is uh, calling Drew Barrymore. And that scene where she's hung from the tree and her guts are out and hanging. I remember losing my shit in that too and bawling my eyes out. And I... I, I guess my dad like put me to sleep and everything, not like in a chokehold. <laughs> like, I don't know why I was thinking of chokehold when I said put you to sleep. But um, I remember he had to put me to bed because I shouldn't have been watching it. But, you know, those were some really scary moments. I have plenty more, but uh, we'll just let you talk about some things for a little while. Yeah, I mean... Um, horror to me has always been something I've vastly enjoyed. Um, ever since I was really little, I've always been fascinated with the horror genre. Um, when I was at nine years old, I got the box set of, uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. And that's very unusual for a nine year old, but that's what I wanted. 
Um, earliest memories of horror movies. I think the earliest memory I have of a horror movie was watching Friday. Um, I'm sorry, not Brown Elm Street. Um, my, mm-hmm. that was my mom's favorite movie. Um, favorite horror movie when she was growing up. So I remember her, us going to uh blockbuster and, um, the movie gallery and renting that. And she would always, of course, fast forward it through the nude part, but you know, the sex scene, but I mean, overall, uh, you know, horror has always been something that I've loved to watch. Um, especially the slasher genre. That is probably my favorite. And that's just because I find it in cathartic to watch it because I almost like, in a way I would love, I just think I would probably enjoy, I could see how much fun it would be to actually be in a film like that or, um, Oh yeah. Not the real thing, of course, but I find that, um, I love a good psychological thriller too, horror movie. Um, I find that it's interesting to watch how people like how crazy and insane people can actually be. Um, yeah, I'm not so big a fan of paranormal stuff. I mean, I am a little bit now, but, I hated the paranormal activities. I hated those movies. I thought those were awful and I don't know why it was such a big thing. But um yeah, I mean if I had to pick really like one in particular that like is my I my go-to movie which you already know this. Not a movie, but just a, a, a like a series of films or something. Um it would probably be Halloween also. I think Michael Myers is like I think he's like the for me the definition of a, a, a like of a character in a slasher film. When I think of a slasher film, I can't think of a film without thinking of him because I think he's just yeah. like the representation of like, ha- he's really the one that kind of started it all also and made it mainstream as it was. I mean, just because yeah, after that, you know, basically, I mean, you know, Friday the 13th was, kind sorry. Of, oh, it's okay. You know that Friday the 13th was very, mm, I don't want to say made just extracted from that. But in a way, it kind of was. But a lot of slasher films was like that in the early 80s and stuff like that. And it wasn't until something new when Wes Craven did not Marin Elm Street did something different. It was like a slasher film with a uh, fantasy element to it. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. that to me didn't scare me as bad as Michael Myers because what's scarier than, you know, a serial killer on the loose in a small town? And, I mean, we live in a small town. And, um, you know, yeah. so, yeah, that would probably be, you know what it kind of means to me, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, slasher films are my favorite as well. When, you know, my favorite film of all time is it from 2017, but I don't consider those films to be, you shut your damn mouth, young man, but I don't consider him a slasher by any means. I mean, I would consider Pennywise more paranormal, um, but I would, but I would kind of, than, I would make, I would find it be more psychological thriller because it's kind of like with a fantasy. It's kind of a mixture it. of everything in has, a way. Yeah, it's kind of like everything in between, like, especially the remake to it, like the remake yeah. to it. I mean, it's kind of gave me a stand by me feel a very, which is another oh, Stephen yeah. King movie, um, which is kind of like, you know, that kind of drama, young youth. Uh, growing up kind of feel and then it turns into this like psychological thriller fantasy horror film where people start dying and things start happening it's like really weird and then like it kind of like and I like how they do it in two different parts they do it in the part where they're all kids and then they do it in the part where they're all adults and I think that's fantastic 
I know. They honestly could have probably done, done the adult portion in two movies because there was they so would much. I have just done when they originally came out with it. I mean, Tim Curry to me is fantastic, but I honestly wish that um, they would have done that as a film instead of as a television movie. I don't, I never understood why they did that. Why did they do that? Do you even know? I, I'm really not 100% sure. I know for some reason, uh, because I can't remember who did those miniseries. Was it an ABC movie? Se- look what, it up. I'll look it up. It? You go ahead and talk for a minute. I'll look it up. Um, What I was getting ready to say, though, you know, other than it, slasher films have always been an important thing to me. Uh, growing up, you know, I didn't yeah. really watch a lot of ghost movies. Uh, they've always been, you know, ghost movies are always fun. But You were right, by the way. Slasher. Is it ABC? Yeah, it was an ABC two-part psychological horror drama. Yeah, I don't know why, but Stephen King properties, there were so many ABC films. And it was directed Uh, by Tommy Lee Wallace. I know they did one on The Shining. They did one with It, The Stand. Uh, So there was quite a few that ABC made, and I don't know why. The Shining wasn't a film. There was a remake of The Shining, a 90s adaptation. Yeah. I wonder which film was Stephen King's like favorite. Uh, He liked the nineties one. He does not like the Kubrick film for some reason. He does not like it whatsoever. Like the what? The Kubrick film, the classic one with uh, Jack Nicholson. He hates that. Oh no. Oh, so I was just, no, but I was wondering like which like movie of his, he actually enjoys like which one's his favorite. You know what I mean? Ooh. Oh, let's, well, it would be the 90s one. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Oh, wait. Are you talking about in It general. and The Shining? Yeah, I was just talking like his one of his movies from his books in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was in there like, I just told you. Favorite movie. Stephen King's 22 favorite movies. Ooh. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's not what we want. We want what is Stephen King's favorite movie adaptation? Stand By Me yeah. gets the most praise from King, but he has listed a few other movies as being particular faithful adaptions. That he Shawshank made. Redemption. The other non-horror. Wow. How did you know that? And The Green Mile. I'm a fucking, I'm just a fucking beast when it comes to Stephen King. Okay. Do you know what his, <laughs> his most popular movie is though? I'm looking right at it. Maximum Overdrive. Uh, no, nope, <laughs> it has Kathy Bates in it, but it's not Misery. Oh, Misery. Nope. What? Nope. It's oh shit. Um, oh nope. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry. I'm I'm reading it backwards. I'm reading it backwards. His number one most popular movie is Carrie. Um, second one is Stand By Me, The Dead Zone is number three. Misery is number four. Shawshank Redemption is number five. It 2017 is number six. The Shining 1980 is number seven. And Dolores Claiborne, which has Kathy Bates in it also, is at number eight. Yeah, I was gonna say I was thinking of Dolores Claiborne when you said it was another one I with Kathy Bates because I think Kathy Bates is in that one. I haven't either, but I've heard that Kathy Bates was in that one as well. That's the only reason why Kathy I knew Bates of is it. Kathy amazing at any fucking thing she ever steps into, so it's fine. Even The Office, she's fucking awesome. She's hilarious. I mean, she's just so... And uh, American Horror Story. So, yeah. Um, she's in... Like, Which I heard this next season, she's going to have crazy sex with Macaulay Culkin. Oh, my 
So it's going to be weird. <laughs> you're you're going to see it and you're going to be like, oh my God, I mean, turn the channel. Kind of right up his alley. So yeah, he, he's a strange dude. Yeah. He's but he's Kevin from Home too. Alone. It's okay. But to get off that tangent, uh, as I was saying, the slasher genre, like you said, is amazing. Um, I've been watching a lot of documentaries on Shudder, and I actually watched the Kane Hodder documentary as well as the uh, Scream Queen documentary, which they were both great. Kane Hodder's documentary uh, about made me tear up because it was so emotional, but some of the things that I heard in there, uh, people watch horror because it, the feeling of being scared excites them for whatever reason. It does. And it excites them and it's okay to be scared because it's also in a safe environment. So, you know, you're in a safe environment, the movie theater or at your home mm-hmm. with your family. It is so fun to watch these movies, even going you know, have I remember coming to your all's house every weekend and we'd pop in scary movies and scare each other all the time. And it was mm-hmm. so fun. We always did that stuff. And uh, it's just, it brings people together. It does. Uh, I know. And uh, Make Every Death Count, we were talking about this a little bit while we were talking about Scream, but a lot of people talk about the fans in the horror genre just being weird and psychotic. Like people think, Oh, you watch Friday the 13th. You know, you're going to be a serial killer because you watch Jason kill people and you enjoy it. It's like, uh, no, it's just, it's fun and it's cool. And you know, is what, you know, not all movies are written very well, but it's fun to enjoy. It's fun to sit down and watch something that, you're just familiar with, you know, especially watching like sequels, even though they're bad sequels, you're familiar with it. So you still watch it like Halloween five. <laughs> no, I'm just right. Oh my gosh. Listen to you. <laughs> but uh, no, these films are special. Uh, even the writing wise, like they just, they hold a special place in my heart and, some of the people that watch these horror films, you know, you sitting there calling them psychotic and uh, they're going to be murderers and everything. But these people that watch these movies and everything are the nicest people you would ever meet, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, hell, some of the people that I because where we live in a small town, I don't know many people that are actual diehard fans of horror in general like you know they'll go to the movies and watch a scary movie but you know that's it they just do it to do it a lot of the times just so they can take a girl put their arm around and make out and have fun which is you know that's part of the experience as well especially when you're a teenager and wanting to take girls to the movies and stuff but uh where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, we don't have many diehard fans in the place that we live at. So uh, especially joining Slash and Cast and everything, the podcast network and uh, watching Riley streams and talking to the people on there. It is such a great community. Uh, everyone is mostly everyone. Some people, random subscribers can be 
a little bit dickish, but uh, the members that I've talked to on there, they're just so nice. Uh, Simone, he's a great dude. One of the nicest people I've ever met uh, online. Bailey, uh, Brandon, Zach. I mean, everyone in the podcast network, Andy, Brian, Riley, Nick, Elijah, they're all really cool people. And, you know, I meet other people such as Ken, all kinds of people that I've met in this community. And uh, it's really cool to be a part of that and just talk about everything that we love, you know, even if it's something fucking fake, like I love thinking on my own storylines of these movies, like what I, which I plan on doing later, but how could Stephen King make a sequel to it, which is something I've thought about often because I don't want it to be, I mean, I kind of am fine with it being one novel, but if he made a sequel, how would it go and what could he do with that? And I love just thinking of all this stuff and making theories and it's just all incredible and talking to these people about it is awesome. Right. I absolutely agree with that. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, just to add some random things here, just to add to the episode a little bit, what's your all-time favorite horror film and i think i already know but let's go <laughs> ahead mean, and you already state know it out. What this is gonna be no okay i'll try and pick something different that is still my favorite but other like, than halloween five i know other than halloween five which is like my favorite you're like um, that is the fucking golden ticket it really is i mean nothing not, another movie really hasn't touched me like that but let me see if i can dig deep hmm Okay. Um, honestly, in all honesty, uh, probably the first Nightmare on Elm Street. That one. No, 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 oh, no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, that one is like one of my favorites, but probably my ultimate favorite aside from like Halloween five is another. It's actually a sequel. It's um, Nightmare on Elm Street part three. Uh, Dream Warriors. Uh, everyone loves Dream Warriors. Who doesn't love Dream Warriors? That is my favorite. I- I love Dream Warriors too, but yeah. I still rank the first one as my it top is. nightmare oh, yeah. film. Definitely, that's probably my, the one. I like aside from Halloween Five, that's the one I can go to. When I in 2014, whenever no wait, mm, yes, 2014, whenever I I met a guy. Do you remember? I don't even know if you remember this. I met um, a guy who was producing a local film. And he actually was able to get, I was going to be a part of it, but his funding fell through. So it never ended up happening, but he actually had got, um, the character of Taryn and dream warriors, which is the girl who is like a rock and roll looking badass type character. The crazy one, um, got her to sign on. He signed her on to do the film too. And I would have loved to have met her because she was my favorite character in that film and um that would have been really yeah. cool heather langenkamp though for me and i honestly aside from number one and number three i love the final one um where it's like a reenactment of the actual movie like it's a movie in oh a movie. uh freddie's new nightmare yeah which someone just yeah. did a recent recent uh podcast over that one didn't they yeah bailey and them actually yeah. did that one and mm-hmm. i love that one was probably my aside from number three which was my favorite and number one which is well number three and number one are kind of tied for number first place but like uh that one a new nightmare was like a re- that was a, a very good ending to that fucking um 
to that entire selection of films, I think. I think Nightmare on Elm Street did yeah. it, did it perfectly. They pulled in box office numbers. It was the highest, I mean, it was the highest grossing series in the 80s. So, I mean, aside from like, if we're talking slasher films here, um, you know, and between that and the ending of it, like it wasn't like, it wasn't all a colossal fuck like Halloween was. And it wasn't a colossal budget shithole as Freddy was, or I'm sorry, as Jason was. So, you know, it's like, the budget was always there. The material was always there. It was always original. It was like so cool. You know what I'm saying? So like. It was I, really, it was unique. Like yeah. Wes Craven. Wes Craven definitely well. created something so fucking special for yeah. a fucking slasher to kill you in your sleep. That is, I mean, no one's done. Hello? No one did that. No one would have thought of that. And Wes Craven was like. I, it was crazy to think exactly. I I rem- remember hearing something about how Wes Craven came up with it, but I cannot remember it from the top I of my it head. Was, it, I, well, he was they were going to go remember originally they were going to go with what they did in the remake and then they didn't. They ended up changing it. Um, yeah. But oh, you want to know something fucking crazy? Oh, my God, I'm ready. All right. Guess who Wes Craven was talking to? Before he had Robert England as Freddy. Oh, gosh. Uh, Let me guess. You're going to flip shit. Oh, my gosh. Was it from The Shining? No. Jack Nicholson? No. Okay, who was it? Kane fucking Hodder. What? You need to watch that documentary. It's fucking crazy. I'm going to have to. It was so good. But, yeah, he was because Wes Craven was talking to Kane Hodder uh, which I don't know if he was specifically wanting to make Kane Hodder Freddy, but he was talking to Kane Hodder about uh, a new killer he was working on uh, for a new film, and he was uh, he was a burn victim, and Kane Hodder was an actual burn victim. He survived a very serious burn injury, almost died, uh, and everything, and uh, so he definitely has uh, some scars uh, that you know have definitely healed up, but. Um, he was wanting to do that. He said, I was thinking of making this killer. That was a pedophile. That was also a burn victim. And Kane Hunter was like, huh, that's, that's interesting. And, you know, eventually they changed their mind and went to Robert England, which, uh, is just fucking crazy and unique to think. Cause Kane Hunter did wear Freddie's gloves. So technically he was both killers in a sense because right. of uh, Freddie or Jason goes to hell. So it is, right. it's interesting to think that Kane Hodder uh, would have possibly have been a part of that in a way. Yeah. It I is mean, really cool. Don't get me wrong. I am very, very happy that they did go with Robert England because now I honestly couldn't, uh, couldn't picture it any other way. And I honestly would love for them to come out with a series on Netflix. Oh my God. I like, know. Even you, if I don't even care if it's animated, but fucking know, add a new no, nightmare. I don't want it animated. I want it just. You're I like, want, no, yeah, I, I want, want Robert England. I do. I mean, it would be because now, because he could present it to a whole new generation of people. I mean, when the remake came out in 2000 and what, nine, 10, I mean, that's like all the yeah. generation now that is like of teenage and early twenties, they were like children then. So, you know, it's kind of like, the possibilities of it opening up into the generation Z rather than with us, with which are millennials, 
And with the original generation, which is X, I mean, <clears throat> it could have totally opened up to a new, whole new generation of people. So, yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Yeah. Um. Well, my favorite film that's not it. Um. Shit, that's difficult. I already know what it is. That's not it. That's not it. Yeah, I already know what it is. What is it? Evil Dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, shit. I love Evil Dead so much. Uh, But... I may have to give it to Scream. Really? I think Scream is such a special thing. Uh, Not the TV series, but the original films. Um, It is just such a unique thing that still holds up to this day no matter what it's timeless and the characters sydney dewey gail uh just everyone in scream you know those those characters even the side characters uh i love Stu. i think Stu's fucking awesome randy i mean randy is who i would love to hang out with 24 7 and i would go to that fucking movie rental store and just chill there all the time that would be my hangout spot and uh i just think scream very holds a very special place in my heart uh it's the earliest film i remember watching yeah it is scary roger l jackson voicing Ghostface was fucking brilliant. I wouldn't want anyone else to voice Ghostface, uh, which, you know, I was listening to some interviews earlier and he has actually, he actually stands on set somewhere hidden and talks to them when he is talking to them on the phone. So it's live. He's not pre-recording that, which is really cool. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good to know that he's an official part of the cast uh, on set working with them. And I feel like that really adds the tension to the scares and everything instead of, you know, like he was saying, instead of having a producer be like, all right, here's what the killer's going to say. Um, if you hang up on me, I'll gut you like a fish, understand? Like having him actually say that would be terrifying, you know? So I would put it for scream in all honesty. Yeah. I'm here. And, uh, you know, it doesn't be it to me. I don't think anything ever will, but Ghostface well, is fucking like, awesome. I mean, that's kind of like Halloween five for me. Like nothing will ever for me at least touch that film because that's just like, you know, God, like we'll have to film. start doing a, uh, we need, I'm waiting to do a Halloween ranking mm-hmm. video because the trailer should, should come out anytime now. I know. I just feel like we should wait until like maybe like the week prior or the week before, like it, it comes out in theaters and stuff like that. Oh yeah. We can really do it cool. then too. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Uh, <laughs> also I didn't say this earlier, but, um, I don't know if you saw this, but, um, Dr. Loomis is apparently in the new Halloween film. What? How can they? Mm-hmm. How can they do that? Uh, through a flashback, and they're going to use the CGI, which, you know, they've done before, and it actually does look good. I know they've done it in some Star Wars films. Oh, okay. uh, they did it in yeah, I mean, Chapter 2. That would two's. be really awesome yeah. if they could do that. 
the only thing is, I don't know if he's going to be talking. I don't know how they're going to do that. They, If they do have him talk, they better have an actor that sounds spot on or it'll sound weird. Well, probably. I mean, I would love for them to tie... I just need them to tie it into the original. Like I, I know, I know that they talked about it, but I need to see physical evidence on screen. I need to, do you see me, hear me clapping my hands as I'm ta- saying this? Like I yeah. need a tie in. I need them showing them catching him down the road, or I need them showing him stopping and then, then putting him into the cop car. I need to see a tie in. Like I don't need people just to talk about it and say, Oh, they caught yeah. him and Oh, he's there. No, I need to see like, like a whole thing for me personally. What we'll do uh, later is do, because we'll do the ranking like a week before the uh, the movie comes out, like you said, but when the trailer comes out, we'll do a Halloween special on what we personally want in the new film and what we think could happen based on the trailer. I think that'd be a good episode. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm here for it. But I love, uh, I loved rambling on about this shit because you know i could yes. talk about this all fucking day um but i think we'll just uh call it there okay and uh get ready to end this episode like i always say you know we're a part of the slash and cast podcast network uh thank you for listening to our show it means a lot to us and if you don't care to leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts or spotify or anywhere you leave reviews you know on facebook or wherever you want leave us a good review apple podcast would be awesome it helps us get noticed more um but uh listen to the other shows as well make every death count is i listen to them every monday wednesday and friday uh we came from beneath the sea uh they're doing the remake of nightmare on elm street next monday and i cannot fucking wait to hear the shit they say with that movie oh my god i'm so excited (laughs) I know. And uh, Dead in Santa Carla just did a Child's Play 2 episode. Uh, Child's Play 2 is mm, probably, it. I can honestly say it might be my number one favorite Child's Play movie. Other than the first one, I well, those are tied basically, but uh, those are good. And then uh, A Little Mad Podcast. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that we have a very good fucking episode coming out. Uh, in the next week or yes. so. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And uh, Jesse, where can they reach us at? They can reach us on Facebook, of course, at the Silver Scream Screen Show or on Twitter at. Hold on, you messed up. Okay. <laughs> the Silver Screen <laughs> Scream Show, Jesse. Did I say that? What did I say? You said the Silver Scream Screen Show. What is it? You, the silver screen scream show. So screen scream, right? Yeah. Okay. Jesse, we've been here since February (laughs) and you're telling me you don't even know our fucking name. Take two. If you guys would like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at the silver screen screen show. (laughs) Did I do it right that time? Yes, okay. yes, you did. All right, anyways, or you can find us on Twitter at Scream Show Pod. Yes, yeah. And you can email us at the yeah. Silver Screen Scream Show at gmail.com. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone have a but, fantastic uh, That'll be okay, all. Never guys. mind, we're not yet. 
Oh no, I was getting, I was agreeing with you that oh, we're okay, fucking sorry. done rambling. We're done. Okay. <laughs> well, everyone have a fantastic day. And as always, stay scary. Stay scary, motherfuckers. Ha, 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 ha.